The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill on Kaya 959. Good evening to you and welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael Maswani and Bill. Good to be with you this Wednesday evening. What are we doing tonight? I'm Lilo. Open line, Mike. <laughs> Open line. That means we're talking about anything that you want to talk about. Give us a call 86 The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. All right. So we're having an open line. It's a a show that's pretty much for you, Um, whatever you want to talk about. um, I like doing this segment because this is a part where I sit with Mlila and we invite you to ask us pretty much anything that you have in mind, right? So it could be anything in labor law, whatever. I don't even want to list it because when I list it, it might be a closed list. But, you know, uh, whatever you want to talk about, do give us a call. You can also um, send me a tweet. Uh, I'm at Matsuning Bill. That's my Twitter handle uh, or send us a text message 36959 all right or give us a call always six double zero double zero nine five nine so and the earlier the better mike the earlier the better the if you want it five to nine five to nine and we must remind them that mike is expensive so this is your time to get it for free you know <laughs> That billboard on the NY. Listen, listen. I am an attorney. You are an advocate. So we all know what, what, what the word on the street is. The word on the street is not always true. Eh? Word on the street is like, yo, shang advocate boy, I wager. You, you, you. Yeah. All right. So there's a lot happening in the news. Yes. And, and one thing that, that I picked up is... Um, you know, um, we, we were looking at the story about Nigeria kicking yeah. Twitter out. That has some that has some serious uh, implications for. I mean, we can go for like diplomacy, yeah, information, freedom of speech, politics, yeah. freedom of speech, right? Yeah. So we should have a special show, and yeah. I suggest that we have that next week. If yeah. you, if you like me, value freedom of speech, yeah. but also value of the autonomy of a country to decide who's going to play in their territory. Yeah. Listen to us next week because we're going to be unpacking it from all these angles, diplomatic angle, freedom of speech angle. Yeah. Man, it's going to be hardcore politics. Hardcore politics, but right. <laughs> so but for now, this is your show where you tell me what you want to talk about. And Amos is phoning me on all six double zero double zero nine five nine. Amos needs some help. Yes. Send you flowers. Amos went and he consulted a lawyer and they gave him a quote and it was like, I'm just gonna call nine five nine Michael Mutan and Bill and how are you, Amos? I'm good, thanks to you, Mike and uh, Mr. Mlilo. Uh, advocate Mlilo. <laughs> no, Mr. Mlilo is fine. No. <laughs> so, uh, Mike is very expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's a promotion, advocate. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a situation here. Yes, sir. About a month ago, I was uh, I had a bit of an accident whereby a lady, uh, when I was driving turning, she fell into my car and uh, on the left-hand side. But uh, then I called an ambulance as well as the police came through and they took a statement. Uh, fast forward two weeks later, then get calls from the ch- children of this lady. They're asking, uh, trying to get money from me to say that she needs to go to the doctor. And I said, no, they should go to the to the hospital where the, the patient was and uh, the file was open for that day. But then, uh, and I told them not to call me again, but... Fast forward this week, I get a call from an officer who then tells me that he had received my case, and but he was now uh, it's a police officer. He now wants my statement. Is it normal that uh, once a uh, metro police have taken that statement in, and that now I get a, a call from the police station now they want to have a case, and does it go through like that? And what the procedure would be in terms of legal recourse on this? Okay, Manila, you want to give it a shot? Uh, yeah, I think just just one issue. I got slightly distracted, so I might have missed something. <laughs> I apologize, Amos. It's Masejo. Masejo is, is posting us on the on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So 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 was was there significant injuries or death? No, there was no significant injury. Just the old lady, and she fell. So most of the, the injury that she sustained, or that she felt, it was when she fell onto the ground. So. The car that, uh, is, the weight of the car is about three, it's a three ton. But now, like I said, she hit the car on the side. So as I was turning right, so I didn't hit her from the front. But now the issue that I have is that uh, now I'm I'm trying to, I'm now getting this thing. 
where they're trying to ex- it's either they're trying to extort money from me or secondly it's either maybe uh working with through with the police because now i don't understand when it goes through like this isn't it a court that will then summon me if there's anything that i need to go and appear at the court well, look, I mean, uh, the, the, I think maybe let me answer it in the following terms, that it's an accident. Uh, it needs yes. to be reported in the normal course. And um, yes. the parties to the accident will have to give some form of version of what happened. Uh, right. and, and therefore, a statement would, would not be out of the ordinary in, in that sense. Okay. And, and it is from the statement that they are able to make a preliminary, what we call a prima facie view as to whether or not in those circumstances, because remember what you're saying is your version for now, whether in those circumstances the driving would have been considered either negligent or reckless. Um, so, yeah. so I wouldn't instantly dismiss it as something that, uh, that is ordinarily, uh, out, that is out of the ordinary to the extent that all that is required from you in the uh, presently is to simply state a version of what happened, particularly if, okay. uh, there was, there was some form of injury. Injury, okay. Uh, but now, as the statement was given on the particular day, the day of the incident to the Metro Police, yeah, it might be possible that in some instances you are required to supplement the statement or maybe the statement was not properly taken. Um, if the issue is simply about giving a statement, I wouldn't immediately panic. Anything beyond that would either have to be a determination by the prosecutors that maybe they consider your driving to have been reckless or to have been negligent. Um, so which, which is unlikely. Which is unlikely. Maybe no death. And, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The point, I suppose, for, for, for present purposes would be to say to the extent that you are, you are, you are being required to simply give a version, that to supplement your earlier statement or maybe that statement you know things do get lost or whatever whatever might or might not have happened if the issue is simply to say give a version in a statement i think you would need to reasonably cooperate uh with them okay and uh just to uh just to add maybe this banner in this because then uh having received that call from that warrant officer and now when I start getting calls again from that family through as well, because it became now an issue whereby I start asking myself, what would have happened? Why are they contacted, contacting me while the officials are, or if the matter is now under the police? Yeah, I think I think that's a harassment issue. So what I would do is I would send them a message saying stop calling me and if you want to take any legal recourse please please proceed. And then I would block okay. them. I'd use the block function that, that's freely available on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then and then if they do persist after that, then you report them to the police for harassment. Because the thing is, arising out of a motor vehicle collision, there are three possible things, right? The first one is that somebody got hurt, in which case they don't come to you, they go to RAF because yeah. RAF indemnifies you against somebody getting hurt. And then the other possibility okay. is that you've damaged their car or their property, in which case they must sue you and stop harassing you if you're not inclined to talk to them. And then there's the criminal aspect, which they would have to show that you drove recklessly. And if you didn't drive recklessly, because reckless driving is an offense, but making an accident negligently is not an offense. So there's something of a distinction between negligence and recklessness. And recklessness is a criminal offense. And that is a very difficult thing to prove. Often it's people who are driving at excessive speeds, not people who make an accident because they didn't you know, concentrate at a given time. So... Do that, and I think you'll be fine. Jacob, you're calling from Johannesburg. Good evening, and thank you for calling. Hi. Hello. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I bought a house um, years back. Mm-hmm. What happened is um, I had a trip with um, the seller because it was a private place. Yes. So um, he didn't want to pay the rate, but I ended up paying the rate. So the house now is registered under my name. Yes. My issue is when the owner, when I bought the house, there were people already staying in in the property. So the property is um, it's a semi-detached, so it has two properties in one yard. So the the one side, the people are paying rent, but the other side, the people are receiving to pay rent. And I even went as far as opening a case, the police, for non-payment of rent, for that, uh, not getting the money for rent. Because they acknowledge the house amount that they don't want to leave. Mm. So I, tr- I tried every trick in the book to move from that house. Mm. So I don't know how can I get help so that I can I can make an, an eviction for them. Sure. 
so you said you have, you have you have tried every trick in the book, and I'm wondering, I'm wondering the same thing you're wondering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little trick, which is to go to and bring an eviction application, exactly. and you try that one. <laughs> There's one that you have not tried. Jacob, <laughs> have you brought the eviction proceedings? Have a go. Have you brought eviction proceedings? Yes, I. The, the problem is with with the eviction. Mm. I tried. Um, I tried to 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 raise some funds for it, but yeah. it, 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 it it's a challenge for me. But nonetheless, uh, if 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 I could get somebody who could help me with the eviction, mm. and then yes, I, now, now I'm in a comfortable space that I can. So you, you know, there's the, 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 if you if you really look for help. So, and this is what people often get wrong. So people, when when this whole pie act came into place, people were quite disgruntled by it because, and and to some extent, correctly so, depending on the point of view you come from. When 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 the pie act, pie is uh, prevention of illegal uh, evictions, right? Uh, prior to that, if somebody was in your property, you give them 30 days and you ask them to, to, to hit the road. Now you, you, you got to follow a process in terms of which you got to have a judgment. And that judgment you get in terms of the Pi Act. So people believed that, and, and, I, and, I, and I believe this belief is, is not incorrect, that well, Pi sort of delays your, your occupation, but it protects the tenants. And yes, it is so to some extent, but not fully because you can bring eviction applications, but also nothing stops you from pursuing your rent, right? Because a lot of people evict the person, but they don't sue them for the outstanding rent. So if, if you haven't been paying me for a year, I bring an application for that year and I bring the application for up to the date that I get the eviction order because for the, for, for the, until the date you move out, you are liable for rent. So what that means is that nothing stops you Depending on what the amount of rent is, you can go to the small claims court. And I think with rent, it could potentially be nice. And you can correct me because I'm, I'm thinking on my feet as I speak. But if you go to the small claims court, I can't remember what the jurisdiction is. 15,000. 15,000. If you go to the small claims court, it means you can get an order, which is a judgment, which is effective as a judgment. You get a judgment that says you're entitled to rent for last year, January to February. And then they don't, and then they don't pay. And then, in March, you get another one for the. So you can be sitting with a series of judgments by the small claims court, which, which, as you are pursuing the eviction order. Um, so, 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 what that means is that people think that they can just take advantage of the Pie Act, which, uh, which, which requires that there has to be a process before you are evicted. But you can also turn that around, and once they, th- as they think that they are winning, you can. Once you've got the judgment, you can attach their salaries, you can attach whatever they might have, whatever they have in the house, you can attach that and recover that and use that as your rent. So you can take anything from the house except the bed and clothes. Those are the only things you, can, you, you can't take. So whatever, spill gas, everything you take except the bed and, and the clothes. So that that's your that's the way the law protects you against sort of your losses because these people and a judgment the nice thing about it as well is that it endures for years so somebody can get away and then you can visit them five years down the line and say hey buddy remember I have that judgment now I'm here to take your TV again wait for them to buy another one and so you can get your own justice in in a way it's it's delayed indeed it is and um, but 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 I think that for somebody who because somebody who owns property or owns bits of, you know, a space that can be let, don't feel disillusioned because I think the rental business is still a good business. In fact, there are listed companies whose trade is only dealing in rentals. Some pay and some tenants don't pay, but those that don't pay, fight them. Give them a good fight. Let them never forget. I couldn't have put it in it better. And even in, in respect of of, uh, of the eviction process, uh, the act does allow for agent evictions as well. Uh, and you'll have to demonstrate the the prejudice that you are suffering. Maybe you have a bond yeah. and you can't afford to, to continue to sustain that bond absent the payment of that rent. Mm-hmm. And therefore you need judgment uh, in, in respect of, uh, of eviction as soon as possible so that you can put someone who's, who's, who's yeah. able to pay that rent. And, 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 and the, sooner you, you, the sooner you launch the eviction, I know it's, it, it sounds a little bit expensive, but the nice thing about our country is that there's all, all kinds of lawyers that charge all sorts of rates. So I'm sure you can get a lawyer that is uh, amenable to to your circumstance is not is new you know when i was starting out you know um 
I think I did exactly the same kind of job, you know, because like if you're passionate about something, it doesn't matter if you've got one year experience or 15 years, you're still going to be good. So I delivered even at one year experience, but for cheap, right? So, so, so get a lawyer who can do the work for your rates. And some people would say, if you say, I only have so much, they'll, you know, you'll, you'll get somebody that can help you. I'm pretty sure of it. Tebukho uh, from Johannesburg. Good evening. Hi, how are you, sir? Very well, ma'am. How are you? Good thing. Mm. He's a sir now. Yeah, and she's a ma'am. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, I, see. Call each other I see. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yes, I just have a quick question. Yes, ma'am. What, do, what does one do in a situation where um, the court has ruled that divorce and... Um, there are minor children involved. However, one of the parents is refusing to grant consent um, for the children to go through counseling. And he is the primary caregiver in this case <coughs> at this point. Why, 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 why? So, so the one parent thinks, no, this child needs counseling and the other one says no. Yes. Mm. And mm-hmm. the other one is already um, attending counseling at school mm-hmm. but the the teacher at school suggested that she should get a professional one because they're just trying to help her cope at, at the point at the moment but they, they need professional help but the father is saying no we can't take her to we can't take our children to counseling because um, it's for mad people and for white people mm. and for people that need help um, he, yeah. he doesn't think it's keeping yeah. it Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so I, I don't think it's a difficult, but let's see. Yeah, no, no. The, 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 when people are going through a divorce, I mean, uh, I think evidences abound that uh, children suffer the most in, in yes. circumstances of that nature. And uh, if the parents are unable to agree on the appropriate course of action to take in circumstances like that, particularly where teachers who, in the ordinary course, have access to these children and mm. can be deemed to be people who have an independent view about what they regard as the as the psychological condition of the child. Mm. You may approach the High Court as an upper guardian of minor children mm. to get an order uh, mm. compelling that the, the child must be uh, afforded the the psychological help or counseling that 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 you regard is 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 appropriate mm. it's easier in 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 your in your case because the teachers are already suggesting that correct um and and the high court would have to step in yeah and, and give an order to that effect and so 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 you know we, we when when we're speaking to the previous caller jacob we we said to him um you know he, he's got to get a, a lawyer find one that is inexpensive and but, and the reason why we didn't suggest what i'm about to suggest to your case is is because his his collecting revenue he he's uh, he has a commercial undertaking and there aren't any bodies or institutions or ngos that would be enthusiastic about about that kind of a case because he's able to be the landlord right no matter the scale but in your case you're having a situation where it's about the children Right, and there's a lot of NGOs that can help you, and the help is not very complex. It's the the High Court says they are the upper guardian, uh, and you know say that of children. So if you go to one of these NGOs, they should very easily be help you, helpful, especially if there's a letter from yeah. the school that says this is this is our view from the high level analysis that we've done, and we think that this child needs care. And I'm just wondering, does this other parent have access to the children on 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 some days? Not willing, not voluntary. But the the follow up question was going to be because the other parent is not really granted access, and they not. Yeah, because I think that's the problem. Let, let, let's let me deal properly with your question after the break, um, because I, f- I feel myself rushing through it, and I might I might do you a disservice. If you've just tuned in, we're having an open line. I'm with Mobisi Tamlilo. Um, and we're taking your calls. Anything that you want to talk about, give us a call. 86 We're back after this. The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. Welcome back. Uh, we're taking more of your calls. Number to dial 86 Before I went on the break, Deboho, um, you're about to give me your second problem uh, yes. about, about um, yeah, you shoot. Yes, the second problem is that um, this parent who's the caregiver at this point is hardly ever at home. Hmm. Now it leaves the 13-year-old who's the oldest 
to be respond to be the responsible one taking care of the other siblings. So I wanted to know that would it would the, if the other parent is to go and take the children while the other parent is out having the time of their life, will that impact on them not getting custody or shared custody of the of of of, of the children when the divorce is finalized and custody is granted? You, you, um, you, no, but Mike, the, at, at, at all material times, mm-hmm. the overriding principle is what is in the best interest of the mm-hmm. minor children. Mm-hmm. And to the extent that anyone can demonstrate that my conduct is motivated by what is in the best interest of the minor child, and it, as a matter of fact, it is in the best interest of the minor child. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, it can't be an issue. And secondly, the conduct of the parties now, mm. of course, has an effect mm. on who will ultimately be granted primary residence and care and so forth and so forth. Yeah. But there should be nothing that tempers your concern about the about your children. I, I mean, the, the the parent that doesn't have the primary residence of mm. the of the children and mm. acting in the best interest of the of the minor children. And thirdly. It might be appropriate, given what I seem to sense to be what is happening here, Mm. to bring an application for the separation of the issues, Mm. the issue of the granting of the divorce Mm. and dealing with the issue in respect of rights and contacts of Mm. the minor child so that this aspect is dealt with speedily. Uh, and in the best interest of the minor children, there's a bit of stability there. And 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 and, and so so it, so so I would suggest that the issue of the granting of the order of divorce mm. and the issue relating to either the welfare, the maintenance, and related issues in respect of the, of, of children mm. be separated and attended to almost urgently because. If a divorce is as toxic as, as 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 it appears it's going to be, then there will be other fights about spoons and pots and so forth and so forth, which will overly drag this whole thing along and this problem around the children would um, would persist. And and, and the, the fact that she's a biological, the other parent is a biological parent, mm. positions them quite strongly that I, I, I think that uh, the appropriate course of action to take is to have the issue separated. Yeah, so... so it, the on the question of just going and 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 taking the child uh, my concern is um you know you can't steal your own child yeah. as a matter of law hmm? especially if there isn't a court order so so if there's a if 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 the child happens to be living with the father because they just so happen to and and the mother takes the children particularly in circumstances where they were left alone or whatever the case might be you can't be said to have stolen the children because you have you have equal rights and responsibilities over the kids, which are for their benefit. The only thing that I think is is counterproductive because, you know, she's going to steal them, he's going to steal them back and steal them, and just going to go back and forth. And, and, I, and I find that these things about custody, they're quite complex because how, for example, he came to live with the kids may, may be very complicated in and of itself and may not be described in 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 our show you know so we we you need to also look at that because for some people they they leave the child with one parent and then for a year they they gone and then after a year they change their mind and they want to come back you know so these things are often common i'm not saying it's a situation in your case um but what I, what i think you you should do is or your friend should do is that fight for a regime whether she gets the kids two times three times whatever fight for some kind of system and I don't know whether that has been, that conversation has started. And during the time that the children are with her, then she can have, she can take them for the counseling or whatever. I, I'm, I'm not sure if that helps because often people want to take it legal, but they haven't called and says, hey, former hubby or former boyfriend, can I have the kids? And that other person is sitting there is like, but you've never asked for these children. Yeah. But you are coming now, you know? I, I don't know. Um, that, does that help you, Tabakho? Uh, yeah, I, I think they must separate the issues, Mike. Uh, no, of course, ultimately, yeah. ultimately, of course, they should. You know, so if they haven't had a discussion around, and and the, if the man says you're not getting these kids, mm. of course, then she should go to court. Mm. But sometimes, yeah, people have, mm. the thing here is that um, there's an issue. Things can be discussed as parents, mm-hmm. and agreement be made as parents Mm -hmm. but then somehow we found children being involved now it's a matter of but you didn't talk to the children the children should also concern how old are the kids 13 10 and 5 
Mm. And they can only visit the mother over the weekend. And the therapies that, that is affordable is only available Monday to Friday. Nothing that is being said. Um, but when does the when, weekend when start? Does it not start on Friday? No, it, it starts on, on Friday afternoon. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is that when... when, when Are you suggesting that you, you don't see a way out in terms of a civil discussion between the parties to say this is in the best interest of the, of, of, uh, of the minor children and this is what must be done, at least in respect of the uh, of, of counselling? No. Because um, I even have an email from the from the from the therapist confirming that the father refused to give consent. As a result, they can't help. It doesn't make sense. You don't need the permission from both parents for therapy. It suffices if one parent gives you the permission. And and in particular, the the therapist herself, Mm. she she has a child that she's already diagnosed that needs help. Mm. Uh, And that help cannot be stopped at the instance of a a father. Um, She she has a professional responsibility herself towards the minor child Mm. to say she's already made the diagnosis and Mm. she has the, in a professional capacity to say, this is what the child needs and there is consent from one of the parents. So you can't, if, if, I mean, you can't go to the child's house and say, I want to counsel you, but when they've come to you, you can't also say, no yeah so I think that the 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 one way to solve it is have a discussion if there's no discussion if you can't have that discussion then there's plenty of help as as I said at the introductory part of this conversation Uh, Peter good evening evening sir how are you very well sir Mm. you want to talk about the Nigeria Twitter ban yes you know what I'm going to do Peter I want to talk yeah. about this man for a whole hour. So I'm going to, I'm going to ask myself to take your number and we're going to phone you and I'm going to start with you on, on Wednesday next week because I, I want to hear everything you got to say. Does that work? Oh, when is the next week? Wednesday. Wednesday next week. Are we going to call you because okay, I want to hear time? everything you got to say, my brother. Okay. What time is that? We'll, we'll phone you. Don't worry. Now. Okay. I need to know the time so I plan my time. After it's uh, between 8 and 9. PM. Mm-hmm. Same show. On the same show, same time next week. Okay. Tembi, you're calling from the road. Good evening and welcome to you. Good evening, good evening. And um, gentlemen, how are you? We were very good, thank you. And yourself? I'll be better after uh, speaking to you. <laughs> um, I hope so. Now there's like pressure. <laughs> 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 don't say anything negative. She's got a bad case, so she's got a great case. If you've just tuned in, I'm having a conversation with Amelia and we're taking your oh. calls. 86 Any questions that you want to ask about law, this is the show for you. Give us a shout. Yes, um, okay. yes, Tembi. Okay. Um, I've got a very huge um, problem. It's regarding my, my house. Yeah? Mm. I was the first time buyer of a house. So I didn't have a clue or where to go about. So the people that I've got, they took me to to another, to Blue Financial Services, no? mm. for 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 funding the 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 tenant for taking the bond. The house was registered fine. But now blue, along the, the years blue got um liquidated and then another company took over and then that company as well it I think it's asset something something I can't remember the name. And then it got a silent it, it died a silence that there was no communication, no nothing with us. So now I'm trying to shift my bond from them to maybe a recognized financial services like both standard bank, net bank or even FA home loans. So now the the answer that I got from the financial services, they said to me, No, it's fine. Go get a statement so that you will know how much you could settle. But now I can't get hold of Blue Financial Services or the other company that took over after Blue. Uh, so uh, do, do you pay your bond? I'm always, do you yes, pay? I'm still paying. Who are yes, you paying? I'm still paying? Who are you paying? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Uh, don't laugh at me. It's not me. I'm. I'm. I got a straight face. And Lila just broke up. No, but she doesn't have a problem, Mike. Honestly, yeah. there's no problem. Yeah. It sounds like. No, there's really no problem. Yeah. So, can I ask you <laughs> practical and mathematical questions? I beg your pardon. Can I ask you a practical question? When did you buy your house? In in 2009. Okay. And where is the bond being deducted from? So that's 2009. In my salary. In my salary. But but I mean from your bank, I'm assuming. From your bank. I beg your pardon. From your bank account. No, no. For for my salary. Direct from my. From salary. your employer. Yes. 
So your employer pays these people? Yes. Okay. Even now. Okay. Who Who's your employer, if I can ask? Uh, Department of Health. Okay. So your bond, if I'm not mistaken, could be you would have gotten a subsidy, am I right? From your from your employer some years ago. Yes, I'm still having the the, the the subsidy. Now your employer potentially has a scheme, okay? Because when they it was such a nice thing they used to do. So if you work for the government, I'm not sure if it's the case now. If you work for the government in in the olden days, if there's one thing you could have, two things. It was a house shelter, right? And a good pension. And that's what they did very well. No, that thing is not applicable. Right, right, right. Uh, but just bear with me. Uh, I'll come to your specific problems, just giving some background to this. So, okay. so, so, so what these subsidies did and how they established these subsidies, they would, the employer would establish a company in conjunction with a financial institution. Mm. So, your, so your department of health or whatever the case might be would have either, they would either have a financial institution that they give a guarantee to, so they act as guarantor, or they work as sort of something of, of the same company. So you don't have a situation where your bondholder is untraceable. You don't have that problem. It is very much traceable. And the reason why Nilo broke out in laughter is, is not because he's a mean guy, because he thought like, oh, you, you, you are searching for somebody to pay. Yeah. So I can tell you now, if you stop paying that bond, somebody would knock on your door because somebody does exist. The only difference is you might have these things take different shapes and forms. You can imagine that in 1994, the subsidies for the, the depart, for your department operated under a certain scheme and that scheme took different shapes and forms. Talk to your employer, your, your payroll, okay? I promise you they'll give you an answer. If they can't give you an answer, I, I'm tempted to say, call me, I, I'll find you an answer. Or instruct them to stop. Or instruct them to stop. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then your the person. Hmm? Oh, sorry. It's your money. It's your money. But now I'm afraid if I I uh, I tell HR to stop, and then then I'm gonna be in areas. Yes, you will be. Yes. Yes. That that's true. But I get it. Your problem is that you want to change, or you want to know who you 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 want to change your bond holder, right? Yes. You want to change them, and right I now want to move. you want to move. And right now I'm saying. The, the difficulty is you can't trace them and this company has moved and changed and so on and so forth. But I'm suggesting to yeah. you that if you speak to your employer, they will be able to tell you who you are paying because, because they, they have somebody that they are paying every month and, and that person. Remember that your bond also shifts and, and moves over the years. So, so, you, you, if you, so your employer, if you say to your employer, Give me the person you are paying. I promise you, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna uh, postnet, not postnet, the post South African post office, transnet, ESCOM, all of those things. Mm. They gave there's there's townships and then people can back there's townships in Soweto that are that you you point and you say that I think the Mlapo, that area you know that people that work for the post office those those are there that's their section. Because what that's what the South African Post Office in its heydays did, and and so on and so forth. So you you don't have a problem. I know you're stressed, but phone your IR person. I promise you. Even if we're not talking about this, send me a tweet. Send me whatever. All right. I, if you can't find your person, I'll find it, and I promise you, I'll probably find them with one call. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I have maybe your details so that uh, I could? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. But but uh, but but I'm gonna ask Maseko to give you my number. But please only use it for the specific purpose we've agreed on. Yeah. No. No other purpose. So you say to me, I spoke to my. If 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 you phone me and you haven't spoken to IR, or you phone me and you want to speak outside of that, I'm gonna be like Ah Timbi. <laughs> ah, Timbi. No, no. I promise. I yeah. For that narrow I'll aspect, I, I I will help you ha- gladly. All right. Shall we Shall we go make some money? Okay. We're gonna go make some money. Let's I see your call. Rato, see your call. If you wanna also phone us, phone us now. If you phone Ka five two, I get again. Always yeah, double zero double zero nine five nine. They've been yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they like your voice, bro. <laughs> the Law Report with Michael Mutsuning Bill. Welcome back. Who's power young Sega? I'm as Sega. Technology. We must find out who employs who yeah, because that issue must be resolved. This only thinks he's my employer, that's what <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, 86 Any questions in law that you might have for us? Uh, Lesejo, are you calling about a home loan? Good evening. Hi, um, advocate, um, 
Hello. Hello. And the last time I called, you never answered my question. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do our best to answer it now. It's Mike. Please, please, please. please. <laughs> and I would like to know what is the bridge of contract. Remember my problem. I took a home loan with the bank, and we took an unauthorized policy on our on our name. Mm. Now, mm. when we were making payments towards our bond um, account, mm. the money never serviced the bond, uh, the loan that we took. It only serviced the assurance policy that was taken on our name mm. unauthorized. Mm. So I would like to know which is this um, a piece of contract on the bank side. Okay, good. So... Now, if if we don't answer your question, you you gotta say as in, you, you don't, don't don't say bye bye. Which is when we finish, you're gonna say bye, and you're like, hi, I'm getting it. So your question is is not very difficult. If you look at your mortgage bond contract, it would say to you, we're gonna give you this bond, and you are required to give to to have insurance because we are going to give you 1 million rands. But when you die, we want to know that we are going to recover our 1 million rands. So you need to take insurance. That's what they say. That is that, that, that you then do in our favor because they, they, when you die, they don't want to cry with, with your friends, right? They, 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 they want to be secured. So then they would have another line that says where you don't give us insurance, proof of insurance, we are going to charge you for it. So, so in fact, they are not breaching the contract. They are taking they, their contract allows them to secure themselves. Okay. Yeah. So what you then do if you don't like that? So they, they they also can't force you to go with their insurance. So if you don't like their insurance, you need to go. Hi guys, I have my own insurance. So so, so let me explain this two ways. So if they've taken if they've charged you for insurance, meanwhile you had insurance, you can then produce your proof of insurance and say, why did you charge me? I always had insurance. Then of the two, not necessarily your banks, of the two, you can make an election and it would probably be the bank's one. So the bank and this other insurance would have to reach an agreement. Either they share the loss, in other words, they both give you 50-50, or the one bank that didn't have authorization gives you your money, right? Okay. So you'll get it back. So it's not a breach of contract. It's just that they owe you the value of your premiums going back in time. If you didn't have insurance, you then can go to them and say, okay, for the last five years, I didn't have insurance. But from today, I now have insurance. So stop doing this. And then they will. And they won't give you problems. Okay. The, it's not the insurance. It's the assurance. Assurance. The assurance is not, was not compulsory. The insurance was compulsory. And you I mean life, life, life insurance. Yes, yes, right. Yes. Um, now, well, it is. Instead of reducing my bond, uh, nothing went to the reduction of my of my. No, no, no. no. So, so I, I guarantee you that uh, the insurance actually. When I was answering you initially, I was talking about life insurance. Yeah. But you are talking about structural insurance, and even that they need insurance for. Mm. So there would be one for structural insurance where they insist that you protect the structure and then the other one for life insurance that you, you, they protect themselves against your life. In fact, the one where the banks used to misbehave on is on retrenchment. So they'd make you pay a premium for when you are retrenched. And a lot of people got retrenched and didn't even know that they have this insurance. Right. So that's something that historically was something of a misbehavior. So, so, so I don't know what the situation is currently, but a lot of people are, are, are insured by various credit providers uh, without knowing that. So, I, so, so this is the best that I can do to answer your question, which, which, uh, which, is, which is in fact that there isn't in fact a breach of contract. If you look at the contract, they acted very much within the, the confines of the very contract you've entered into. And if you don't believe me, do me a favor because this is the second time you are phoning and then phone me the third time, in which case I will send you a bottle of wine <laughs> to apologize um, or, or, or cool drink if you don't drink. And if you ask them, well, why did you take this money and they can't refer you and you say, please refer me. I phoned, I phoned Kaya 959 and I said to them, you are you are saying this and and they said i must ask you to refer me to the 
part of the contract that I signed that no, authorizes... Michael, mm. Michael mm. I took the matter to the bank's ombud, mm. and the bank's ombud ruled in my favor. Ah. Uh, yes, they said that um, the assurance was not supposed to have been dedicated. All along, I thought it was compulsory. Mm. So uh, the bank's ombud said that um, they were not supposed to have dedicated that, uh, the, the premium. And the problem was that Banks Ombud said that they can only pay 50% of the premium status debited. And the total amount of the premium status debited is 300,000 plus 15 years interest. But why 50%? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it goes to the point that I was making. But now I'm incredibly confused. It goes to the point that I was making to say you might have the reason why the ombudsman would have ruled in your favor is because you say I had insurance. Did, did you have insurance? No, the insurance was compulsory. The problem is the assurance. Right, right. Did you have assurance? No, it was not compulsory. Okay, I, I understand that. But I'm asking you, yes. did you have assurance with some other service provider? No, no. I why fifty? Because okay. if why fifty percent? If you if you um. If you are in the right, in other words, if the deduction was not supposed to happen, yes. you must get all your money. If it was supposed to happen, you must get... Thank Ombud said that I'm an unreasonable customer. I was supposed to have um, queried the, 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 the status of the assurance. And so because I, I, I never queried it, it is a, Mike, I, I, think, I, 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 I think what might be useful is if maybe Lesako can, she can email the judgment of the ombudsman. Yeah. Then we can establish the facts from there because I think we might be talking slightly cross purposes. I think so. Yeah. Because like we, I'm, I'm very confused. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and it's not your fault. It, it, it's just yeah. that, it, it's just that the story, I, I, I like, I, we, I can't, I can't understand how the ombudsman could have act, acted in this case. Like, I, it, it just doesn't, co- you know, it's incongruent with every single thing that I know about law. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and even the advocate. <laughs> even the advocate. So, so, okay, I concede we didn't answer your question because you're, it's, it's a little complex. But, but speak to Masejo and, and, and let's, see, let's see what the ombudsman said. Yeah, let's get then, a copy of Then we'll be able to offline tell you. Uh, Lilo, you want to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because me now I've got the last caller. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay, okay so, so it's Gwena Lim Lilo. Shop. Uh, Lerato? Uh, good evening, gentlemen. How are you? Well, and yourself? I'm good. Uh, I have um, an issue with my neighbors, right? Yeah. So we even went to court. Uh, we had, I think, four appearances. Mm-hmm. And then we somehow came um, to a settlement. So... Um, the first week of after signing the settlement, they started again. So basically, it's uh, noise issues, disturbances. We are being harassed by their guests. Uh, so it even went as far as in 2019, uh, we were attacked, part of the bottles, we had injuries, and um, yeah, cops were called. Yeah, so it's, it's a really big issue. But then after going to court, um, we signed an, an settlement agreement. The magistrate court said that they don't um, support settlements, so this would be a binding agreement. Um, then, just like I said, a week after they started again, and again this weekend, we were promised that we were going to be shot at. So I have audio recordings of that, but I know that's not going to stand in court or anything. Why not? But I thought, sorry? Why, why do you know they that? Recorded, they were recorded without their knowledge. It's in the interest of justice. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, it doesn't actually work like that. Um, um, yeah. Okay, need a shooter. So, so, so this agreement was never made in order of court. Uh, so it was uh, filed in the court. Yeah, yeah. But the, the the judge said that it, they don't uh, accept settlement agreements. Uh, so, what did you understand that to mean? I understood that to mean that it is uh, filed. If anyone goes against the agreement, this case will just um, go back up. If anyone goes into court, because yeah. it was a harassment order. Yeah, no. Uh, yes, yes. So, so courts are not, they, they're not f- for filing. Courts mm-hmm. resolve disputes. If you had a dispute and you came to an agreement, they needed to make that an order of court. My suspicion is that they have, in fact, made it an order of court yeah. because there's no file that's just there. And a nuisance 
complaint is 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 not a matter it's not a sort of a private matter you know it's it's yeah or, or, or even if it was it wasn't met to the extent that the settlement agreement exists and it's in the court file yeah either of the parties can still approach the same court to say i now want this order to be made an order of court but but I, i'm saying that if a if a magistrate comes to learn of a settlement yes and he can't say, oh, you know what, I'm yeah, just yeah. going to take this and put it in here. Yeah. For now, guys, go home and have some tea. Yeah. The, 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 what, 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 what he, because that dispute hasn't been resolved. He has to note that it's been settled and that settlement is an order of court. And, yes. you know, so I don't, so I think that it's, it is made an order of court and it should have been made an order of court. So look into that. But what I understood you to be saying, Lerato, is that when somebody says they're going to shoot you, it's not a nuisance anymore. Yes. yes. It's not harassment anymore. It's a criminal offense. Yes. It's a criminal offense. It's actually assault. So, yeah. So mm. from, I think, 2017, we've had a couple of incidents. So the first time we were almost damaged by cars. Mm. Uh, the, the second one, I said, the, the person's uh, guests came, they touched us with rocks and uh, bottles uh, because they were saying, why are we the only ones complaining? So we would post on the community group and they would say that we are now uh, harassing them by... Did you have any of these, these these previous incidents? Did you report them to the police? We, um, so that's when we, were, we went to the police to go report and uh, it was because we were damaging our wall. So mm-hmm. uh, after damaging our wall, we went to the police to say, okay, fine, these people are now banging on the wall. Um, so they said, no, go to the courts. And then we just added all those uh, different incidents. So um, we have... The one that's uh, in the settlement. Yeah, so it's 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 um it's the the, the friends that came and attacked us. Uh, we had the calls from the police every single weekend. We have okay, uh, okay. So so we are running out of time. I'm afraid, uh, Lerato. So short answer: Go to the police. What yeah. they've done is a criminal offence. If you've recorded them, right? Mm-hmm. Give that to the police. And and this thing about you can't record people without their consent. It doesn't always work. Okay? okay, it's got exceptions. So if you say if 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 right now you swear at me, I'm going to record you, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to record mm-hmm. you because I want to prove because I don't want it to be my word against yours. It's not like mm-hmm. a, a situation where I was like saying, "Hey, good morning, how are you?" And then I've set you up, and then we're having a commercial mm-hmm. discussion, and then when you are secretly taping me, like like Nixon, yeah. it's not that kind of a story. It's it's somebody committing a crime and you recording them. Otherwise, otherwise, uh, all the the road rage incidents would never be because then you'd say I didn't consent for you to take me a video. All right, so go to the police. You'll be fine. Uh, Lucas, hello. Hi, hello. Thank you. Thank mm. you for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, okay, my, my story, I'm going to try and make it short. Yeah. I have an eight-year-old daughter with my ex-girlfriend. <coughs> and we have a parenting plan that was made a court order. Mm. But this parenting plan is frustrating me as a father. Uh, recently what has happened is that um, my ex-girlfriend... I'm told by one of her family members that she's using drugs and she lives with my daughter. My daughter, gone, uh, she got bent three times trying to make food for her younger sister. So I think now I've been staying with my daughter for about two weeks. I'm told that I will live with her for the rest of June. The mother is in some of the rehab in Houghton in Charamore Way. I get this information from her cousin. Mm. So I don't even know where to start to fight maybe for a full custody. I need advice. What what can I do in this case? I think, Mike, at some point we need to have a show to discuss this thing of custody and, you know, these terms that... Uh, callers would throw around and, and what they mean and so forth and so but 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 for present purposes um if there's an order of court that you say was a settlement agreement that determines the parental relationship and who has primary residence and care when and and, and how mm. there is an order that is there now mm. its practical implementation is not possible because the mother is in a rehab. Mm. So it is, again, coming back to the issue of the best interest of the minor child. Mm. It is in the best interest of the minor child that the child stays with you until such time the mother is in a position to look after the child. Mm. Um, If you are of the opinion that uh, 
it is so important that the the arrangement that you did earlier which is which was now made an order of court has to be varied for whatever reason that you are, you, you 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 might think is appropriate you have to go to court to vary that order to accommodate the circumstances that you think are now obtaining presently that are necessary in the best interest of the minor child. And I think now would be a good time. So if you brought some kind of application now mm. and you said I have this parenting plan and 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 I don't want I want by the time the mother comes out there has to be a different regime and she has to come and prove to the court. So I want an interim order that allows me to deviate from the parenting plan because effectively we have deviated yeah. because I'm now living with the child because she's, she's, she's in rehab. And prior to that, there was these concerns about drugs. I want, I want an interim order. When she comes out, she must satisfy the court why her drug use or won't interfere with, with the interest of the children because the children, you have an imminent danger problem potentially. Really imminent. You, you know, big, 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 but particularly if, if children have burned three times. I mean, if a child burns once, it's one thing, but three times. So, so, so if, yeah. if you act now, get a lawyer now, fight for your kids, man. Nasi Pasantin. Hello, how are you? Well, and yourself? I'm fine. Oh, I'm having a problem mm. uh, with Absa. Mm. I bought a house in 2000, mm. and then the bond was paid up within 10 years. Mm. And then I bought another house. Mm. With this one, when they asked me to apply for an insurance, mm. I didn't respond because the house was paid up, there was no need. Yes. With the other one, I've been responding. So after nine years, I noticed that uh, the sum of 8,726 was drawn from my account mm. by APSA. When I did my bank manager, because I was confused, I wasn't owing APSA, even the other house I'm not owing. What's happening? And then he said, he said, no, we are not owing APSA. So I reversed uh, the draw. So these people uh, are still calling them today. They, they were saying, I'm owing Arsa 34,000. I said, no, I'm not owing Arsa. The house was paid up a long time ago. They said, uh, it was before 20 years. Now it's 20 years. You're supposed to pay insurance. I said, what mad. Yeah, because that's madness. I, <laughs> and then I was telling them that the account I'm using is the account I've been using for more than 20 years. So so quick one, the, 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 when you pay off a bond, they need to give you your, they need to remove the bond in, in the registrar of, of deed. Did they do that? Is the house now fully yours? Uh, there's a bond cancelled? Uh, the title. No, because I went to check uh, in sentences by the Saturday. They said I should just go. Okay, just check. Way. So they won't do it automatically. So your job, what I would do, forget mm-hmm. this insurance thing. That's not your problem. That's their problem. If they got a problem, they must sue you. And I wonder how much of it would have prescribed. Yeah. Right? Mm. Bec- because they are saying you owe them. They didn't take it from your account, if I understand. Pardon? They, they didn't take the money from your account. The thirty-four thousand. No, it, it, they are claiming it, it from, from my account. They took it. In fact, they took eight thousand seven seven hundred and thirty-six, and then this January it was seventeen thousand. Right, right. Yeah, so, in, in April it was. Yeah, so 30, so I gotta run. I've run out of time. But what I want you to do is, when you've paid up your bond, because it's going to give your kids a problem if you have any. When you paid up your bond, go and cancel the bond and and have no relationship with the bank in as far as your house because they have a bond right now. They can, you know, things can go wrong. I'm not saying banks are malified, but things can go wrong. So cancel the bonds, and if somebody says you owe them, they need to give you a statement to say, and then you need to invite them to sue you so that they can show you how that's owed. So I've got to run. Thank you very much, my man. Anytime, brother. Good show. And to you, it's been a good show. I loved your questions. I love your calls. Me and Emily are going to do this again soon. Good night. The Law Report with Michael Mutsuning-Bill. On Kaya 959. On the street, on the air.